This is HPR episode 1904 entitled Windows Command Line Tips and Tricks. It is hosted by first time host only half the time and is about 7 minutes long. The summary is some tips to make you feel more comfortable on the Windows side of things. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Howdy, Hacker Public Radio. I am only half the time the reluctant Windows admin. I'm a Linux user at home and at heart. I run VPSs on DigitalOcean, host websites all in Linux, mostly Ubuntu. By day, however, I work for a managed services provider, which deals with all Windows boxes. Today I'd like to talk about some tips and tricks I've come across while being forced to make the best out of a Windows environment. Being a Linux user, I find that many functions are more quickly completed if you drop to a command line interface. This holds true for many Windows functions as well. First, let's establish the kind of environment you'll need. Unfortunately, there is no sudo command built into Windows. What we will need to do is run a command prompt as an administrator. On Windows 7, you can accomplish this by clicking on the Start menu typing CMD, that's Charlie, Mike, Delta, then right-clicking on the command prompt program and choosing Run as Administrator. In Windows 8 and 10, you can right-click the Start menu directly and click Command Prompt, Parens, Admin. This is almost the equivalent to running as root. You can affect almost everything except some protected system files. No rmtacrf slash star for you. The Windows user most like root would be system. Running a command prompt as system is possible to accomplish a few ways, but is very rarely needed. I can make another podcast about that later, but it is out of scope here. Let's get into our first example. User creation is so much easier at the Windows command line. For example... I want to add a local user, John, to a system with administrative rights. From an admin command prompt, I type net space user space John space hunter2 space forward slash add. This creates the user John with the password hunter2. Then I type net space local group, space, administrators, space, john, space, forward slash, add. This adds john to the local group, administrators. This group has admin rights on this local machine. Say john abuses this privilege and needs to have his permissions revoked. Net, space, 
local group, space, administrators, space, john, space, slash, delete. This is much easier than going to the control panel, searching for users, adding a user, defining a password, choosing it to make it an admin user, etc. For me, at least. Another thing the net command is used for is restarting services. Does that sound silly to you? I agree. Regardless, let's say you want to restart the print spooler on a troubled workstation. You could open a run prompt by hitting Windows key R, typing services.msc. This opens up the services window where you can find the service print spooler and right click it to restart. Or you could just type net stop spooler net start spooler. This is easier to script as well. In case a user is always having trouble printing, provide a simple batch file, the equivalent of a shell script, to resolve and get on with your day. Affecting files can be a pain in Windows, as the paths tend to be esoteric and alien to a Linux user. For example, let's say I want to copy the file foo.bar in the OpenVPN Programs folder to my desktop. Now, don't bother following along for this next bit because it is really big and I'm just going to run through it quickly. I could type copy double quotes c colon backslash program space files space open parens x86 close parens backslash open vpn space technologies backslash open vpn space client backslash etc backslash profile backslash foo dot bar close quotes space double quotes c colon backslash users backslash john backslash desktop backslash foo dot bar close quotes Gotta remember those double quotes, since Windows has spaces and parentheses in the full path. Wow, even with tab completion, that's a lot of work. I have a better solution, if you have access to the graphical user interface. If you open up an Explorer window, find the file which you wish to copy, and drag it into the command window, Windows will enter the full path into the prompt. If the file does not already exist where you want it, you can't drag it to the prompt. There are variables that can speed up this process. It may not be as elegant and as simple as tilde, but Windows does have a variable for the local user's home directory. You can type percent, that's shift 5 on a US keyboard, percent home path, that's Hector, Oscar, Mike, Echo, Papa, Alpha, Tango, Hotel, followed by another percent, slash desktop, slash foo.bar. But you are saying, wait only half the time. This doesn't save me any time or keystrokes. That is true in this specific case, but in scripting, it becomes important to use variables instead of full paths. I may not have Windows installed in the C drive, for example. Also, some real time savers, if you use percent app data percent, it maps to c colon backslash users backslash username backslash app data backslash roaming. Now, let's say I'm going to be doing a lot of work in a specific directory. I could keep entering the full path, but come on, no one likes that guy. I could open a command prompt in cd or change directory, just like in Linux, or 
I could find the directory in File Explorer that I want, right-click inside the folder while holding down the Shift key, which gives you an extra option in the context menu, named Open Command Windows Here, which does exactly that. You will get a command window opened with the working directory set as the folder in which you right-clicked. Hopefully some of these methods will help folks like me. Windows admin by day, Linux enthusiast by night. This is only half the time the reluctant Windows admin signing off. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.